Thursday Morning Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Esther of IPA Group, bringing premier online promotion to your business. And Melanie of Stump Social Media Training, who empowers business owners to manage social media and marketing for themselves. And welcome back to another episode of the Monday Morning Marketing Podcast. Today, we're talking about five old school ways to market your business. So... As you know, we're called the Monday Morning Marketing Podcast. So we don't just talk about social media. And we thought it was only fair to give a bit of airtime to the other styles of marketing. So how many of these do you do already? So name us the first one, Esther. Word of mouth. Yeah, that's actually a marketing style, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is. It's one of the probably first ones I mean before the telephone before definitely before internet how did people know who to go to for what they needed it was by other people telling them oh Mm. your man up the road does that and I think it's still one of the most valuable ones yeah I would agree with you very much so I, I would take a personal recommendation over a customer testimonial in many respects actually um, because, you know, I think when you when you hear somebody's actual feedback on lead times, on personal experience and not just the end result, I think you get a better, rounder picture of that product or that service. Absolutely. And your customer can be the one giving that mm. word of mouth um, through either through their testimonials. So maybe somebody has seen their testimonial on your Um, Google business profile, for example, and someone that they know goes to them directly and says, so what do you really think? Yeah. Spill the tea. Yeah. (laughs) You know, get, get the lowdown from everyone because your friends and your family can recommend you, but if they haven't used your services, then it's harder for them to actually be able to say, oh yeah, yeah, definitely go to Melanie or definitely go to Esther when people turn around and go, right, so, you know, what are they like to work with? Uh, <laughs> silence, you know, it's it's a bit harder. But if yeah. it's somebody that you know and a friend, you know, we get a lot of ones that we met online, first of all, that, you know, formed a relationship with and everything and they started working with us. And from them, from another country, their friends have now... Um, started working with us just based purely on the fact that they trust their friend to tell them the truth Mm. about how it is to work with us. Yeah, no, I agree. And I don't think people put enough emphasis on the importance of word of mouth. I think everybody who works with you should be treated as an ambassador. And the hope is, is that they have such a good experience because, you know, the end of the funnel is follow up, aftercare, that sort of thing, um, that they should become an advocate for your business and speak about your business nicely and, and, and happily. Um, yeah. And so if you can leave everybody saying something and, and speaking highly of your business, um, then that's, I actually think, slightly better than well thought out, um, well you know, sort of managed testimonials that you see on websites as, as helpful as they are. 
yeah you know that somebody sat down and curated that whereas when you um, speak to somebody and you can see the smile on the face and you can see their body language and you can see you can actually see the flush in their in, in their cheeks and the sparkle in their eyes when they speak happily and excitedly about somebody's product or service yeah yeah definitely definitely and a way that people can really get to know about what you do it leads us on to the next one which is networking yeah good old-fashioned going to a networking event and doing your elevator pitch talking about yourself for a couple of minutes which is the third one that is the third one sorry i jumped ahead of myself but maybe (laughs) even at the networking event being invited to speak for 10 20 minutes about what you do and going into more in depth that's not on the list thanks no it's not it's not (laughs) would you stop well no because (laughs) it's part of the networking event (laughs) if you like if you go to a networking event and it's an hour long and there's 10 people yeah each person could speak for five minutes easily and that's more than your elevator pitch yeah right oh easily yeah so networking that has been horribly neglected for the last couple of years. Um, yeah. And even when we could network, normally it was via a Zoom or Skype or whatever. And that just wasn't as good. That just wasn't as no. good. Um, sometimes people, and I suppose in some ways, for the introverts out there, it was actually more helpful because mm. you were forced into a room with somebody. Um, whereas, rather than standing as a wallflower in the networking exactly event. so in some ways i can imagine um online networking helped some businesses especially if you were that wallflower but real networking face-to-face networking you get to see people um normally at their finest where, where hopefully when they're a bit more prepared and ready um, and they'll they'll have their brochures with them. They'll have their business cards, and you know you kind of get people on rather than yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. Well, funny you should say that because I was at a networking event recently, an in-person one, and nobody had business cards with them because we'd gotten away from it, yeah. from doing it for so long over COVID and doing it online that just nobody was prepared. And they're like, oh, I haven't had new ones printed because I didn't need them for you know two three years. Yeah. So. We were missing a trick there, but it is something that when you actually have to physically leave your premises and go to a different location, it sort of puts you in a different frame of mind Mm. as well. Because if you just sat in your living room or your kitchen or your, you know, or your office on a Zoom, you could just go, well, I'll just not bother going today because I've got so much other work I could be doing. What's the point? Whereas if you have committed to going physically in person and maybe even paid to go to a networking event, you're going to do it yeah. and you're going to get your, your business out there more. And most networking is done standing up, isn't it? Yeah. Effective networking is done standing up. And so you've got that whole emphasis of the body movement as well. Whereas when you're sat down, you're um, in front of a Zoom, you're slouched nine times out of ten. Um, yeah. Or in your pyjamas. Oh, yeah, well, half in your pyjamas, yeah. <laughs> so, but now you've brought up the elevator pitch, I want to touch on that a little bit. Um, and this is something that has also been horribly neglected for a while, I think. Or we're still using the old one. And it does need updating. Um, yes. 
so if you've got the opportunity to be the second person to talk, you can then spin your response because you have a better understanding of who's in front of you. And Mm -hmm. the hope is then you can give back what they're looking for, ultimately, fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. And I've been to events where they either, they, they try to mix it up themselves by going, okay, you've only got 30 seconds. You know, you're only going one floor up, so to speak. You've got 30 seconds, go. Or there's, you know, Melanie and I help out um, on the USA Biz Party Twitter chat. And there's a question that every single Tuesday it's on. And there's a question. Tell us what you do in seven words or less. Now that (laughs) is a tricky one for a lot of people. But if you can hone it down, then you'll be easier to then expand it. Whereas if you're waffling and waffling and waffling, then nobody's really going to get the gist of what you actually do. If you don't know how to say it clearly, you don't know it well enough. Exactly. Exactly. And like Melanie says, hone it for your audience, have two or three or four, whatever written down, you know, Melanie does training. So if she's at an event and somebody says what they do and they mention, you know, not using social media effectively, Melanie can use that as her, as her speech. If she's somewhere else that they're mentioning that, oh, you know, I'd really love to to have a mentor. She can use that in her Mm. elevator pitch. You know, if I go to ones and they're looking for websites, I use that side of it. If they need graphic design, I use that side of it. If they need social media management, I use that side of it. You know, listen, Mm. most importantly in your marketing, in all types of marketing is to listen. Um, I guess the the downside is, is that we're so busy trying to go to these events and networking and trying to push our elevator pitch that we're spending more time waiting for them to stop talking rather than listening, which is not quite the same thing. No, no. Especially if there's somebody there counting the seconds that you've got left and you're flustered and, you know, oh, I'm up next in 10 seconds, you know, but if you practice it before you go, or you have it written, you know, the bullet points on a little piece of paper in your handbag, in your pocket, just to calm yourself down as well. Because like Melanie says, we have gotten out of the habit of doing it as well. And we really need to take a deep breath and go, right, what do I want to tell people? What do I want them to take away from this? Mm. You know, so point number four. Enter awards. That's such a valuable resource. Such a valuable resource. Um, And a a lot of things come from entering awards as well. So I know that it's scary entering awards, having somebody scrutinize your business, scrutinize your application. It can be a little confronting. (laughs) But do you know how valuable this could be if you use it wisely? Everybody fails. I've failed numerous times. Esther's failed numerous times. You know, it's it's not a sign that you failed per se. It's just you weren't the right person this time. This time around, exactly. This time. Um, and it's really important that you get some visibility to your business. Now, I know we frequently talk about social media, but we want to talk about the traditional type. So by entering awards, you then get on you know, promoted as um, nominated 
maybe mm-hmm. then through to the quarterfinals, semifinals, and maybe a finalist. Sometimes yeah. you just get nominated straight to finalist, you know, it just depends yeah. on the type of award. But during that process, most awards will give you a graphic that you can put your business name or, or your headshot or whatever, or both, on the graphic to say, I've been nominated or I've now become a finalist, anything along those sort of lines. And then they share that graphic and you can share that graphic. So you're promoting the award and they're promoting you as a nominee yeah. or as a, as a finalist. And yeah. that gets people over to your socials and over to your website. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Melanie and I have both been um, nominated and got to the finalists <laughs> for the Digital Women Awards. For 2023. Um, for 2023 we got to the finalists for the podcast in 2022 as well we unfortunately didn't win but we're nominated and through to the finalists again with the podcast for this year and melanie mm-hmm. is also a finalist for educator and trainer of the year with digital women awards plus she's already won an award in 2023. Yes, I did. I was very fortunate. Um, I won the Prestige Awards, the Republic of Ireland Prestige Awards, as being the best social media service provider um, in 2023. So that was quite an honour. Um, and it was really nice to get in my 10 year, um, you know, my 10th year. So yeah. hopefully I'm on a bit of a roll, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. And there are lots of awards out there that you can nominate yourself for or somebody else can nominate you for. Mm. It's not just a blowing your own trumpet sort of thing. There are ones like um, we won one a couple of years ago for IPA Group for Best Web Design that somebody else put us forward for, you know, and it was a total surprise and a total shock and just really fabulous. (laughs) So you can use those, like Melanie says, to promote yourself and one final fifth way to use that award or nomination even is through a press release see how i did that yes smooth very good great segue so yes (laughs) press releases are amazingly a valuable resource and they're not properly used by an awful lot of small businesses they're more seen as a sort of a corporate thing and i completely disagree with that Um, And I think the reason why is that most small businesses or sole traders think, well, it's an advertorial, I have to pay for it. Um, Yeah, there is the option to do an advertorial and you can pay for it. But if you have um, something that's coming up that's matching a theme for the um, channel, the magazine, the online paper, whatever it is, and you give them a decent hook and give them a couple of days lead time. So don't tell them on the day that the event's running, but give them at least three to four days of notice. And you give them um, a press release that you've created. Now you can find lots and lots of forms online, um, you know, templates that you can use as a press release and make sure you send it to the right person. Mm -hmm. Um, My side hustle is a journalist. And I get frequently an awful lot of um, press releases that just aren't appropriate for me. I look at the title. This sounds awful, doesn't it? (laughs) No, everybody does it. All the editors and journalists that I know always say the same thing. I look at the The title title of the email. And if it's not 
up, you know, up my alley, if it's not suitable for me, you know, if I get something about blockchain or something like that, that's not me. That's yeah. Simon. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so I don't even bother forwarding it to him because I, I, I pretty much know that they've block, also sent it to him. Yeah, block yeah. sent it to everybody. But if they haven't, tough because I've just yeah. deleted yeah. it. Yeah. Because, so it, yeah, make sure you send it to the right person, and it might be sufficient enough to pique their interest for them to actually look at the email. Yeah. And if if you're sending it to your local newspaper, for example, even you know print paper. Mm. If it's a good news story for something local, yeah, they, they will love probably that. run it. Yeah, they, they will, love that. You know, you're having an event, like Melanie says, or you're, um, you know, you've won an award. But you need to give them notice for that sort of thing, though, don't you? Because oh, yeah. they'll want to yeah. have a photo. Yes. You can always send them in a photograph as well. But hmm. they might want you to go into the office or send a photographer to you or to the event, you know. There are so many ways and so many things that newspapers are crying out for information because people mm. think that they're, you know, they've got all the news covered, they've got everything sorted, but they don't. There's always going to be room for the local small businesses mm. to have their happy story published. Yeah, so have a look at your local paper and go through the sections and see if there's a section there that you'll be relevant for. And think of all the special days coming up. We've got International Women's Day. Um, you've got summer sales, spring sales, that sort of stuff. So if your business fits into those particular time slots, if you like, yeah. um, or any special days coming up, just give them a bit of notice. And as long as you haven't done, you know, pages and pages of writing. Um, yeah, they'll, keep it short as they'll, well. They'll slot you in. Yeah, absolutely. And don't forget to put your contact details yeah. in it because that's one thing. that <laughs> And website. Yeah, yeah. Always put as much contact information as possible as how you want to be contacted. Yes. So, guys, these are just five old school ways. There are many more and we will be talking about them in future episodes. But just bear them in mind and use them, utilize them to their full potential. Because I'm sure you're going, oh, yes, every, you know, people talk about me all the time and old clients are always sending people my way. But is there a way that you can make it better? Yeah. Think about that. Okay. Let us know how you get on with these five old school ways and which other ones you prefer using. You can find us on all social media channels. You can even find us on our Etsy shop where you can download some of our um, material there. And don't forget to share us out as well, guys. We are, like I said, we are up for an award and we would love to have more ears listening to us and getting their information from us. Uh, we'll be back next week with more Monday Morning Marketing. But until then, bye-bye. Bye. Have a great week. I don't know, old school ways. Are we going to go with old school ways? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. What's wrong with it? Are we dating ourselves here? Oh, no. <laughs> no. no. Are you sure? <laughs> no. <laughs>